Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This meeting is being recorded. All right, this episode, I got Ryan here with me, the missing link, who was not on the last episode or i was missing i had to keep my nickname uh, status there, yeah so and now he's over in lake chelan so his wi-fi is spotty we'll see how long this this keeps up and then also joining me in the cold open for this episode we got matt cleeton the head coach of your washington huskies hockey team the mighty mm-hmm. men of montlake what's up matt good how are you guys hey man we're doing great uh matt you're going into doing your good. or you're in your seventh season as the head coach of the Huskies hockey team. And you guys, on release the show here, we're giving away tickets to go see the Huskies. So if you guys want tickets to the games, you guys want to go see Matt coach the team, let us know, and uh, we'll be giving away tickets on our social media and stuff like that so you guys can go root on the dogs and and the hockey team there. But, Matt, um, I mean, you're going into your seventh season. You guys are, what, four and two on the season right now? It's, it's going great. Uh, definitely a lot better start. Uh, from last season. Um, last season was kind of a interesting start because we only had about seven or eight returners due to the uh, epi- uh, pandemic. pandemic yeah. And uh, so we, um, you know, we pretty much introduced, you know, 20 to 25 new guys to our roster last year and um, added some skill and things like that. But, you know, it, it took a little while to, to gel and whatnot. And um, we didn't lose too much from last year and, and we have a good group you know, for this year and, and that gelling has started right from the get go. So it's been a good start. The two losses that we did have were close games. They were definitely, you know, it within reach to win. Um, but yeah, we've been really happy with our start so far. Once again, joining us on the unsponsored cold open, it's Huskies uh, hockey head coach, Matt Cleeton. You guys are on the road. Uh, let's see at Gonzaga at Gonzaga on October 21st and then uh, on October 22nd, but then come back home on the 28th against USC. Well, the 28th and 29th against USC. Both of those games are at the Kraken Community Iceplex, 7.30 and uh, 8 o'clock p.m. starts for that. If you guys want tickets, once again, hit us up on social media. Uh, email us. It's release the show at gmail.com. We have got Husky hockey tickets to give away to all of you guys. Uh, Matt, what's the brand of hockey that the Huskies play? Uh, we really preach defense first to our guys. Um, and they've uh, really bought into it this year. Um, and uh, for them, I think it's been pretty exciting because it's led to um, a lot of offense as well for us. Uh, our last game against Boise, we we put nine up on them, and that Boise State's usually a pretty good team. Yeah, you, uh, you're, are you playing? Out, so that was, <laughs> are you playing Dolly Parton around the locker room? You guys won the game nine to five. You should be. Yeah. If you're not, yeah. you're, you're missing an opportunity, Matt. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, we like to uh, defense first. Uh, we got a lot, a lot of guys that like to uh, grind in the corners. So we, um, you know make them uh, dump the puck in when they need to. Um, but at the same time, we also like to see these guys create on the rush and stuff like that. So um, we don't want to be too one-dimensional, but again, we start with uh, defense first and then, uh, you know, allow that to 
create our offense and go from there. Well, look, hockey is clearly growing like why, you know, rapidly up there in the Northwest with the Kraken coming in and, and you guys doing your thing there uh, at the UW. I mean, you guys, they're playing an exciting brand of hockey. They really are. Uh, first game of the year, they beat Washington state six to two, then another win five to three. Uh, they beat Eastern Washington seven to four. I mean, you guys are really. How does it work with uh, recruiting? What who, what's the type of guys you're looking for to put on your team? Yeah, uh, um, with uh, we're we're looking a lot for guys you know within the area, but then we also do uh, branch out a lot. Uh, one thing I do like to do is look through the um, other AAA uh, teams or even junior leagues around the region to see you know what Washington's kind of, Washington kids kind of left the area and mm-hmm. see if we can kind of bring them back um, and whatnot. But, um, you know, we, we try to reach out to as many kids and, and uh, players that we can because UW is a tough school, school to get into. So, yeah. um, you know, we kind of need the amount of kids to apply. So, you know, we just have uh, – at that point when we do have tryouts and stuff, we actually have a decent group of kids that we can pick from and things like that. At so. Ryan, how much eligibility you have left college-wise? <laughs> yeah, I probably got a year or two left. All right. Now, okay. He's got a year or two. Now, how are the grades, Ryan? I, I got to work on that. So maybe I'll take a year for his community to get back into okay. the school thing and then uh, then we'll go. I'm just saying, Matt, we got a guy here. I mean, he played for Spokane. He might have some eligibility left. It might be like a Van Wilder situation. I'm not saying you guys need help at all. I mean, li- look at how many goals you're putting up. But if you need a scrappy guy to go out there and like lay someone out or something like that, we got a guy here I'll, for I'll you. Go muck, I'll go muck it up in the corners. Yeah, I'll go... Uh, <laughs> Go do the dirty work. Oh man! Yeah, we could, we could definitely use them, and uh, you know, even to go off that, my uh, it's probably my uh, second or three years as head coach. Um, we've definitely had a couple of thirty-year-olds on our team. Uh, there's really no age limit uh, in the ACHA. You get five years of eligibility, so. Um, that kind of gives guys that one extra year if oh, they want wow. to go to grad See, school or I, things like that. And, I was uh, kind of kidding, but we should maybe do this thing. Like now, you know, maybe we, Katie, we get, we're going to need a montage. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to need to like maybe get hire a, hire a trainer or something like that. You know, COVID's hit us all hard, including me, Ryan. It's no knock or anything. I'm just saying, might need to run some stairs. Come on, Ryan. We got to do this. We got to get you on a tryout. Right in the front. <laughs> Dude, I'd be like a proud father sitting up in the stands watching you at tryouts. Come on, Ryan. Let's go. I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm already pulling muscles just thinking about it. <laughs> well, Matt, thanks for being on the show, man. And, and like I've been telling everybody, if you guys want tickets, go watch the dogs play. Uh, they got some great matchups coming up. Uh, USC, Boise State on the schedule. Cal is on the schedule. Washington State again on the schedule in mid-November. So there's a bit of a Apple Cup uh, two games, actually, in mid-November. And then they play Utah and Eastern again and Western, actually, uh, up in um, Bellingham. So, yeah, man, it, this is exciting stuff. Stanford's on the schedule. So if you guys want to go see the Huskies play, let us know. We've got the tickets. We'll hook you guys up. You can go see Matt and the guys play in person. Matt, appreciate your time, man. Oh, also, social media for the team. It is at UW underscore ice hockey. Give them a follow. Check them out. All that good stuff. Matt, um, before we let you go, do you have anything uh, else to say before, before we let you get out of here? Just like to release the show. We crackin', we crackin', we crackin', we dippin', we diving.
all about the action. Release the show. Release the show. It's release the show. What's up? I'm your host, Brett Davern. Co-hosted this episode by my good buddy, The Visiting Link! Ryan Wetsteinstein, don't call me Steinstein. What's up, Ryan? Oh, man, on this episode, uh, well, the Kraken have been playing games. Uh, They showed up for two of them, (laughs) so we got to talk about that. Um, Also, a huge shout-out to Coach Matt Matt. Cleeton for coming on the show, UW Men's Hockey Head Coach. You guys, uh, they're playing games at the Kraken Community Iceplex there at Northgate. If you guys want tickets, hit us up. Those tickets are brought to you by our good friends at EpicSeats.com. If you need seats to anything, if you're selling seats, if you're buying seats, go to EpicSeats.com. It's locally owned. They're in Seattle. It's not some big multinational global. I mean, they have tickets to everything, but they are based in Seattle. Our guy, James who owns the the joint around there, Jimmy Seats. He actually went to UW, so he's a local guy uh, buying your tickets and selling tickets at epicseats.com. We thank them for those Husky hockey tickets, and if you guys want those, just hit us up on email or social media, and we will hook you up. Ryan, the Kraken are playing games. Like I said, they showed up in two of them. Uh, why don't you walk us through it from like opening night up until this point, man? And I'll just jump in and crack wise where possible. They were they were looking good. I was in the building in Anaheim for the uh, for the first game, and they came out on fire. They're mm-hmm. snapping it around. Uh, uh, they were scoring goals. They were they were fighting. They were doing all the little things that you need to do to win. I was really really impressed. Yeah. And then they lost the. Uh, and then they lost in overtime. I think that kind of sucked some uh, momentum out of there. So and then they kind of a ripped our hearts out. <laughs> but but then they turn around. They go to L.A. and they really show like what a good team does. Again, back to turning around, scoring some goals, getting the win there. Yeah. That's how you kind of combat that that loss in Anaheim. Yeah, that was so exciting. The momentum would start riding into the home opener. I want to also say right now that the the Kraken own the Kings. That's what I want to say. I'm going to jump in, Ryan. I'm going to interrupt, and I'm just going to say it right now. It's the Kraken own the Kings. I was in the building last year when the Kraken dominated the Kings in L.A. We dominated again. We own the Kings. Yeah. I'll take it. Okay. Just letting everybody know, putting everybody on notice. Uh, Then what happened after that? They go home. And uh, we play Golden Knights, who actually own us, and I that's uh, I know, that's tough. dude. What's going on? There I was, mean, it's ridiculous. We got to beat these guys. So there was just there's no energy in the building uh, for the home opener. Um, typically, home openers there's there's a buzz. Everybody's in there. Everybody's excited. The team comes out and they get scored on in the first twenty seconds of the game. So that that kind of sets that tone, but. They they couldn't recover after that. Yeah. Um, they were doing they were they were doing little things, but they weren't connecting. And so mm-hmm. uh, after the game, we uh, we went down talked to uh, to Coach Hack, and he just kept on going back to execution. Yeah. Um, and not connecting, and and I think uh, I think you just got to keep. You can't get too high, and you can't too, get too low. And this team right now can't find that middle ground where they're they just keep pushing. Well, why didn't he tell the truth, Coach Littlefinger, at his press conference? You know. It, 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 everything he, all the answers he gave were all hockey related, but they, none of them got to the truth of what was really going on in Seattle that day, which was that everybody is pissed off and bummed about the Mariners, and it's the Mariners' fault 
for the, for what happened to the Kraken that night. I mean, dude, Saturday was a bit of a rough day in Seattle sports-wise. So they had the game on during warm-ups before the game on the big screens, on the Twins. Yeah. And then there'd be like little highs and lows during that game where people would get excited. Yep. And you just hear this rumble in the crowd when the Mariners finally lost. And it's it actually sucked the life out of the building. Of course uh, it did. Everybody in our section just sort of went down. A couple of people got up and went and got a beer uh, while the game's going on. Um, it, it just <laughs> a it, beer it sort and three of shots. This fog over the over the arena. Yeah. Um, and you'd hope the players don't feel that and they would just keep going. But they didn't they didn't help the situation either. Yeah, well, I mean, getting scored on in the first 20 seconds is like just getting, you know, an accidental knee to the nuts in the first 30 seconds of a boxing match. It's like going to kind of just make you weird for the rest of the time, you know. And then when the Mariners lose in a, in, in a two games for the price of one, zero to one, ugh, to the Houston trash grows, you know, it's just it's not it. I felt listen. I'll say this. I felt for the hockey guys. I felt for our boys. I felt for Dan. I felt for Turbo. They got scored on early, which that's their fault. But the the energy suck was squarely on the shoulders of everybody wearing a Mariners uniform that day. Absolutely. Even though they played valiantly. You want, you want to go out <laughs> Even though they played hard. I, Even though they tried. But come on, Ryan. Zero to one for 18 innings. <sighs> It's it's a little too soon. You're kind of uh, opening up these wounds again. I know. Uh, I, know I know. Really would have liked to uh, watch some more playoff baseball. I know. But okay, wait, hold on. Let's 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 use the what happened to our baseball team and and turn it towards our hockey team a little bit. Because our baseball team had gone at two decades without going to the playoffs. Everybody gets super excited that they that they get in. They get the wild card, the new format, the three games. They sweep the Toronto Blue Jays, who is maybe not as big a maybe well, hold on. Which is a big old rivalry for the Mariners? The Blue Jays or the Astros? Because everyone hates the Astros, but the Astros dominate us. At least with the Blue Jays, it's like a game. You know, and, and there's a little back and forth. We hate their fans. They fill our stadium, but we swept them, and it was great. And they were playing with house money. And I know everyone's disappointed, but nobody ever thought we'd make it that far. So shouldn't we just be happy? And now, turning towards our hockey team. If this hockey team somehow manages to make the playoffs, right, and then somehow manages yeah. to win the first round, are sure. we going to be super pissed if they get swept in the second round? I mean, yes, in the moment. But what a glorious season that would be, right? I, I think uh, you want to you, you have those building blocks. So yeah. all right, we got into the league. Our team, Seattle, has a team. Yeah. Now let's, now let's get into the playoffs. Right. But once you're in the playoffs, you have a chance. I mean, yes. you just got to catch fire, and and you can go all the way. So I think anytime you get in there and you start losing, you want you want more. But I would love to just see them be competitive and get to that point where at the end of the year we're playing competitive, meaningful hockey games that keeps everybody engaged. And then we can turn around and do what the Mariners did to us, and uh, we can uh, be playing while they're starting their season and yeah. take a little, take a little momentum from them too. Well, that's true. That's true. It, absolutely. I'm. I, I'm. I hate to double down on this, but I just have to. As a fan, Ryan, as a long-suffering Seattle sports fan, like we both are, our teams can't listen. Take a breath. You no, gotta. Take a breath. You gotta. You gotta enjoy what you got. 
right? And you got to enjoy the ride because only one team wins the championship in each professional sport each year. You know, and the chances of it being your team are wildly low. That doesn't mean that our hopes aren't wildly high. I'm just trying to speak some sense into every Mariners fan, including myself, because guys, that was a hell of a season. But in the moment, I totally understand the disappointment. It's just that our hockey team needed you at that moment. (laughs) (laughs) And they're going to need us the rest of the season. Like, look, guys, the Kraken are your hockey team now. And when they're out on the ice, they need you and they need your attention and they need you to get loud and they need you to do what you do for the, the, the Seahawks at least for sure. And they need you to do what you've been doing lately for the Mariners, you know? And by the way, the Mariners might not have gone on a two decade drought. If you guys would have been filling the stadium the whole time anyway, like Ryan and I were through all those years, you know, like we can't just be these like fickle Seattle fans. We got to be fans all the time, and we got to be loud and crazy and raucous and give our teams the energy that they need. I've been in the building when there was six thousand fans on a Tuesday night watching the Mariners, and then we went this summer and it was sold out, and people are buzzing. And that's yeah, you're right. Having that in the building for for the Kraken, as much as you don't want to think that professional players get affected by by the crowd, look at look at. Say, uh, look at the Seahawks, yeah. the twelfth man, yeah, and 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 how they bring energy to the game. Yep. It's the same way. And so when when you go in on opening night and there's there's not a a real buzz in the building, you can feel that during warmups and and it kind of continues. So, I mean, just keep keep going to those games. Let's fill up the place. Like the hockey's fun. Like yeah. And now this is it. This is the winner. We got hockey. We got one game on Sunday for football. So let's let's start filling the stands. Well, and to your to, to what you said, hockey is fun, and you don't have to know hockey to have fun at a hockey game. You just go watch, and if something crazy happens, let's go just crazy the way that we're supposed to. Not sit on our hands anymore with this like, well, I don't really know the game, therefore I don't really know when to cheer. I mean, nobody tells you when to cheer in other sports either. You just, if something crazy is going on, get on your feet or stay on your feet. I mean, like for the Sounders, people, they have the like stand for the whole 90 and stuff like that. And they're giving them all this support and everything. Like where are the fan Kraken fan things that are going to start up organically within the arena that then, you know, like that everybody's kind of kind of waits for the team to tell them what to do or for the team to release a new mascot or for the team to give them an alternate jersey, which are, by the way, things I'm still waiting on, not the mascot, but the jersey. But like, let's bring it ourselves. You know, I do you think Climate Pledge is too quiet, though? Do you think there's something with the acoustics? Because it is quiet. It's it's pretty quiet. It is quiet it's, in there. It's it's one thing I really noticed. It, if uh, it can get loud though, I mean, there's games uh, last year when uh, when Dan had a hat trick versus Buffalo. Yeah, that place was rocking. Yeah. and so it has those moments. The team does a pretty good job of trying to prompt you know when to cheer and do that. There's there's more elements this year for fan engagement. They're trying new things. They tried out this weird thing in the second intermission where they're trying to raise a, like a sail, like on a, on a pirate ship and Hmm. get people involved. I I don't think people knew what to do in the home opener. And so that will kind of catch on. I mean, they're, they're trying different ways to do that, but it it really just starts taking people that are crazy and want to, want to just start cheering and pounding on the glass and getting everybody kind of going. Well, I have a suggestion, take down some of those uh, fabric panels that are hanging from the beloved roof (laughs) 
and let some of that sound bounce off of the metal up there, and that place will be crazy. I mean, look, I know Elton John won't sound quite as nice when he comes through to visit, but for our hockey team and our soon-to-be basketball team, it would be absolutely, you know, crazy in there. Just like for every third one, just take one down. People are or, like, or people are like just, what's he talking just about? Just start scoring goals. Is this an acoustics show? What's he talking about? I'm telling you guys, next time you go in Climate Pledge, look up at this, the roof. Everyone loves the roof, but look up. There's just a bunch of hanging fabric panels, and I'm a guy who does a bunch of podcasts, and what I know is that that deadens all the sound. And so even if you do get loud, it's just going to go away right away. You need that sound to bounce around and reverberate in there. And that was what was so fun about the old key arena, you know, and the old, eh, what the building used to be. I don't think those, those panels used to be there. So anyway, that's a real world solution to the noise, the noise problem or the lack thereof that I see. You're right. Back in the day when the Thunderbirds played there and there was only 10,000 people in the building, yeah. it was loud in there. It Way was louder. one of the loudest places in the dub. Yeah. Uh, I don't see why I can't get back to that. Because they have concerts there, and they made it a world-class concert venue and a world-class sports arena, but deadening noise doesn't really help when you're trying to, you know, cheer on your team. Da-da-da-da-da-da! Charge! Charge. (laughs) Doesn't really work, you know? Uh, What do they got coming up next, Ryan? I mean, how's the schedule look? Because they got to get this thing right, man. Doesn't get any easier. They got uh, Colorado coming up. You know, oh just won the Stanley Cup last year. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, I mean, they got Chicago. They're sixth place in their division. But, I mean, we're four games in. So, everybody's sort of finding their their kind of grab. We're fourth place. So, I mean, we're we're one win away from, you know, from being up there. But we're also a couple losses away from going down a spiral that we well, don't want to go down. Well, it's early. But, so, help me out, though, because I'm a new hockey fan. How many games in till you can really gauge sort of how the season's going? You know, in the NFL – you used to be able to say it was the first four games because that was like the first quarter of the season, you know. Baseball it usually takes, you know, what, 20, 25 games, sort of get a feel for the team. How many in hockey? I'd say you go your first 10. You're going to get okay. a good good idea. Um, but if you're if you're on the power play uh, or if you're killing penalties the whole time, if you're not having – you have more special teams out there than than your regular lines, you, you need that time to sort of gel. So you, got, you want your first – 10, 15 games, but like I said, if you start on a losing streak, it's going to be hard to get out of that because good teams will just keep adding points. Yeah, and even if they go to overtime, they're still adding points to that. So I think you need a good like a good start right out of the gate. Um, but you need you need that time to gel, and they've had a full year to do it. There, they have a. We're recording uh, on Tuesday after they lost again, and they had practiced at eleven, and they they canceled the practice. Hmm. It is is an off day for the team. It is one of those that's probably all right. You guys figure out how to how to write this right away before they start kind of making changes and sending people down and and so they're already in that mode of of let's let the the captains or the assistants let's let them uh, you know have a skate. Let's let's have them kind of take the team out and do something and get that get that bonding right away. So these next games, I, I mean, I'm looking for them to come out on fire uh, on Wednesday versus uh, versus the Blues. There's well, no, There's no other way around it. If you guys want to make any wagers on these upcoming cracking games or anything from the world of sports, check out our lovely sponsor, betonline.ag. Whether you're using their online web browser, which you just go to betonline.ag, spelled exactly how it sounds, or you're using their award-winning app, 
from any app store. BetOnline.ag has you covered from the NFL to the Major League Baseball playoffs going on. Of course, the NHL, MMA, boxing. They got horse racing. They also got a 24-7 online casino with table games and all kinds of your usual casino stuff that never closes. It's BetOnline.ag, everybody. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. B L E A V five zero and receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. So if you put in a hundred bucks, they'll give you an extra fifty bucks to spend at betonline.ag, courtesy of your favorite hockey podcast. Release the show, uh, Ryan. Are what are you saying that they need a like Mighty Ducks style go play a roller hockey game against the local city team type moment with a montage included in order to write this ship? First, I think they need to get on the rollerblades and start buzzing around South Center. Oh, yeah. In the mall scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. Going in and out of the mall. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I think we need a montage. I think okay. we need to to uh, just just get fired up and, and have their their thing that they do and they'll latch on to. Why don't they start uh, a brawl? This is what they do in baseball. Don't they just find someone to go hit and then start a full team, you know, melee to get everybody going? Uh, old NHL, yes. Actually, their their first two games, I was really impressed with. They were they were sticking up for each other. There was a few fights. There were some really good fights. They were playing yeah. really well, and that's why I don't understand how uninspired the last two games seem to be, and and how they just gave up these goals. and And so they just got to tighten it up. Well, uh, no, I'm saying I'm 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 going to be in the building on Wednesday and and I want to go down and talk to a happy team afterwards. It's it's hard walking in there and having them say five words and having their heads down and coach Hack just saying the those candid things. I want to get in there and have a happy team and see and see how this team will will kind of go on from here. All right. Well, look, we can't just be negative the, this entire episode. Uh, what so far has you impressed this season? Bjorkstrand looks good to me. I mean, the new guys have looked good, right? New guys look good. Um, having having some of these guys coming back off of injury. Yeah, they're not they're not a bad, they're not a bad team. They're they're. I was trying to explain to someone. There's not a superstar on the team. Right. But they're all really good. Um, really good players that uh, they all fit into a system. So everybody has their role that they play. And so when these guys just kind of need to start finding that role, and once those guys start clicking and everybody starts playing with the team, I, I think within that system, everybody will start clicking. But yeah. I, I'm uh, I'm excited to watch Turbo for a full season. Right, right. You well, know, Burkowski. Burkowski. How do you say his name? Burkowski? Bureaucracy? I'm calling him Beard. I'm calling him Beards from now. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, he's looked good. I mean, he's a new pickup. I, I think another Seattle team. It's like the Seahawks, you know, beginning of the season, defense, giving up a ton of yards, giving up a ton of points, waiting for everybody to gel. They had a good game last week. They only gave up the three points. It seems like they're gelling. It's like, it's a cliche answer. You don't like hearing the answer. Well, you got to wait for the guys to gel. But that is really what has to happen in sports most of the time. We, we just got to be patient while we're waiting for it. I mean, you got you got new guys that I think people are looking at Matty Beneers as, right. as a you know as a still a rookie and looking for him to score the goals. Yeah, you know you got Shane Wright. If he if he gets pl- more playing time, they're going to be doing the same thing, watching him instead of everybody sort of taking that that role on themselves and, and shooting the puck. And and so you can't let everybody just lean on Beneers. He's got to be part of that. So I they'll figure that out. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to the next few games here and see if they can get this thing together. Um, you were saying they got wh- who they got coming up. I don't even have the schedule in front of me. What do we got? We got St. Louis coming okay. up. Then we got Colorado, uh, and th- well, that's it before the next time we record, maybe, and then Buffalo after that. So, I mean, you're looking for a. I mean, you want to go three and zero, obviously, but these are some at least Colorado there. It, it, I like if they get a one and two, we're going to be pretty disappointed again. They got to go at least two and one in this. They got to go two and one. They got to. I think you need to to play a strong game against Colorado. Mm-hmm. If you can steal a win from them, you're gonna get you're gonna get that momentum. Yeah. If you uh, if you get blown out, I, I just think you're you're going down a, the wrong path there. So I think we got to play yeah play really strong against Colorado. Let's steal one from the Blackhawks. Let's come back versus Buffalo and and let's get one at home. Let's get something to fire it up on. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. Uh, what else you got before we get out of here? I don't know. I just I I was taking a lot of notes and watching these games and and it's uh, it's either we're we're hard on the puck and we're, our power play is good, but then we're sloppy and and so again it's early. Yeah. Let's let's see how this shakes out. Uh, I think this team though has that has that tangible piece that we can we can start making a run at it. You're talking about Bowie. Bowie, absolutely. I know. I know you guys talk when I wasn't here, but man, Bowie—that's all I gotta say. What you don't like him? I'm not the biggest Bowie no, guy, but he's come on. he's growing on me. How I mean, dare I'm you? Still, I'm a Bowie backer. Don't don't worry, he's oh, our guy. Bowie, no, you're a, guy. you're a reluctant Bowie backer. Nah, I'm nah, a full I'm, blown I'm, Bowie backer. How dare you? As soon as people start embracing Bowie, this team will win. You know that. He's the troll. He's the troll that's gonna gonna take us, dude. He is literally a mascot that the team could rally around. People don't like him, and the team could just be like, you know what? Let's win this one for Bowie. I like that. Let's turn let's a negative into a positive. Yeah, why not? That's release the show today, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week to talk about these upcoming games and what happened, and then preview the next few games and. Have some more guests on here and possibly some audio from inside the Kraken locker room brought to you by The Missing Link. You guys can send us emails, questions, comments, whatever you want. It's releasetheshow at gmail.com. Also, if you want tickets to the University of Washington hockey games, we have them brought to you by our friends at epicseats.com. They are free. All you got to do is let us know that you want the tickets. Hit us up. Check out their schedule. Let us know when you want to go to the Kraken Community Iceplex and watch the hockey. Watch the Huskies play hockey. Oof. Husky hockey? Say that three times fast. Go check out a game. Those games are fun. (laughs) We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.